don't like to wear pants. Ooh, what is up, everyone? It's your boy, Dave. Your boy. And with me is Eeyore. I mean, Shane. The hype man. Hi. Hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? Doing great. It's Eeyore. Uh, A.K.A. the Eeyore Board. Boop. Also with us is the rambling man, Russell. Hey, oh, thanks, Pooh Bear. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Sorry, wait. Oh, let me get into Pooh Bear. Hi, I'm Pooh Bear. From the hit show, Winnie the Pooh. Not anymore. <laughs> A.K.A. Russell Mania. Oh, yeah. Let's have a good show. Yeah, let's do it. This is a great start so far. Yeah, yeah. We always start great. Like, that's the best part of this show is when it starts mm-hmm. and then when it ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the DQB Weekly where we talk about news, movie news. Yeah. Um, trailers. Uh huh. We talk about movies. All right. Wrestling up Sling Blade. It's not Sling Blade. It's Matthew McConaughey over there. He's like, "Mm -hmm." Uh, it's just one. All right. I don't know what's going on. All right. All right. All right. Now it's scrap the show. Start over. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Bye. Don't let your meatloaf. (laughs) Um, Maybe after this episode, do let your meatloaf. Just a little. If you're into it. I don't know what's going on. Do you guys bake Anyways, ketchup on top of your meatloaf? It's yeah. fucking gross. DraftQ at gmail.com. You don't put ketchup on your meatloaf? I'm, no. asking, the, I'm asking the audience. Oh. My grandma I, does. I, I, I hate cooked ketchup. I mean, I'm not a big fan of it either, but my grandma does it. It's pretty dope. Yeah. You got, like, Things to talk about, Russell? Yeah, yeah I think we have. Ketchup is bullshit. That's the headline. <laughs> ah! <laughs> what is happening? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One second, one second. Audience, go do something else for a second. I'm going to just talk to these guys. Are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? Everything all right? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Because you like did a whole bit about did a whole bit about cooked ketchup and like that's not what we do on the show. We talk about like headlines and stuff. So I'll make sure you're okay. He also oh, hates man. talking about food. Yeah, and I you do like hate never talking about, about food, food and so then I hate, hate even more talking about food that I hate, like the, cooked ketchup. Like, I mean, who the fuck cooks ketchup? I mean, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like, like don't recooked cook ketchup. ketchup. Yeah, it's like, weird. Cook the tomato, tomatoes too many times. <laughs> yeah, it's just way too many tomatoes. Um, but are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, I think you need to ask Shane. Let's go, Shane. Are you okay? <laughs> I'd be great if we kept going. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all we're right. Back. We're back. Here are some headlines. I got headlines. I'm in too good a mood for the first headline. Let me bring it down. Okay, yeah. Yay. We start today. Oh, headlines. If the banner hadn't been done yet. I saw it. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) Nothing but bits today, folks. This is not a bit. I'm going to make it into one. We start today with a sad headline. Yeah. Mm. A sad line, if you will. No? Okay. Russell, could I see you for a second? In your office? <laughs> Stop it! 
Sorry, go ahead. All right. In unfortunate news, Clarence Gilliard Jr. has passed away at 66 years old. You might know Clarence as the nerdy evil technician from Die Hard. And the quarterback oh. is toast. I love that dude. <laughs> or as Sundown in Top Gun. But I, don't we a, know... I don't have a quote from that oh. Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we know you'll know him as Chuck Norris's badass sidekick from Walker, Texas Ranger. And today we say Appreciate rest in it. peace to another prominent actor from our childhood. Yeah. yeah he was also only 66. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Wild. Rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. I loved him Sad in Die Hard. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome in Die Hard. Like, yeah. great. He's fucking, he was one of my favorite things about the, the roundhouse kicks and him were my favorite things about Walker, Texas Ranger. Everyone yeah. loves the roundhouse kicks. Yeah, everyone loves the roundhouse kick. What's behind the beard? Another roundhouse kick. Yep. It's usually a fist. It's supposed to be a fist, but like it works. Russell can't even do Chuck Norris jokes. It's because he's scared of Chuck Norris. Anyway. All right, let's pick it up. Next headline. Yeah. All right, let's move on to something less sad. Rest in peace. Yes, rest in peace. Oh, fuck. This one isn't less sad. Damn it. Was it less sad? Just not, like not as sad? I think it might be more sad. Oh, God. But in like a different way. So in surprising, mildly strange twisting of events, Aaron Taylor Johnson is now the front runner for the next set of James Bond movies. How's that more sad? Because what the fuck? Who's that? Aaron Taylor Johnson. I don't know. Played uh, Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. Yeah, Kick-Ass. Oh, played Kick-Ass. That guy? Yeah. Is Bond? Yeah, I don't no. know. Yeah, I don't want to Idris either. Elba. Yeah. We don't get what we want. Yeah, apparently not. It's all bullshit. We get what we deserve. Apparently, we deserve <laughs> Taylor Johnson to be. The Bond. I mean, I don't like hate that guy. He's not a bad. No, luck actor, he's awesome. But I don't but know I don't, if he's a Bond. I don't want to see him play James Bond. Same. You no, know we haven't had in a long time a good James Bond video game. That's Ooh. yeah, super true. That was a very S true statement. Since Goldeneye. Yeah, I think uh, one of the ones after that was good, but in a totally different way. Because, like, GoldenEye was just, like, a good FPS at right. the time. Yeah. Um, the uh, one after that was more like, uh, I don't know if it was the one directly after that, but it was, like, for one of the Brosnan movies. Um, I think it was Tomorrow Never Dies. Was it Tomorrow Never Dies? I it was more Splinter Celly. Right. Yeah. 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 And you get in multiplayer, you got a grappling hook. Yeah. <sighs> that shit was awesome. Just I don't think I ever played that around one. the map. I'm gonna play that one. That was fun. Do you guys remember Siphon Filter? I yes. do remember Siphon yes. Filter. Why did I just think about that? Do you, do you know what series I want to see? We're talking about video games in the middle of headlines today. You uh, do what you want. You know what video game series I would like to see make a comeback? What? Hubert. Um, no. Uh, Soul. Fuck. So there's two of there's two of them. I think one was called Soul Reaver. Yeah. And then Legacy of Kane. Legacy of Kane. Yeah. Yeah. Soul Reaver. Soul Reaver, Legacy of Kane. Yeah. Um, and then there was another character. There was another title that went with that series that was a just completely different character. Yeah, I don't remember. I played uh, Legacy of Kane. I played that one quite a bit. Let's find was out. Was it about Abel? <laughs> ah! uh, uh I think um 
What were those games? Fuck. Never played those. There was another game that came out more recently that was like supposed to be like a sort of spiritual successor to that. Oh, really? Blood Omen is what I was Blood thinking. Blood Omen. Yeah. yeah. Blood Omen and Soul Reaver were a series that go together. Yeah. I still have Soul Reaver on my PS1 and a PS1. I could bring it over. We could play it. Yeah. Or not. Shane's just staring at me. Or not. We don't have to. Do you have Urguys? What? Do you have Urguys? I don't. Okay. Well, then I don't care about your PS1. No, fine. <laughs> Too good for my PS1. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, I have my 64 still with Goldeneye. That's cool. We could play Goldeneye. That would be uncomfortable. It doesn't age well. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd want to... I, st- I still don't have three hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck designed the N64 controller. I liked it, but I grew up playing the N64. Like, I yeah. was like one of my like, first systems I had besides the Super Nintendo. Right. And like, I got used to it. But yeah, it's a weird design. Yeah. Yeah. That is, it's, they anticipated the evolution of the human race too soon. Yep. They did something. I don't know what the fuck. But anyway. All right. You you guys want some space news? I love sure. space news. All right. Here's space news. I thought this was super interesting. Like, I, I didn't... I actually stopped watching the show because, like, it was kind of hard to watch, which I'll explain in a minute. But anyway, got some space news. Is it The Expanse? So... No, they, I really liked The Expanse. Oh. That's my fault. I didn't keep watching it. Okay. I just like fell asleep and then I woke up in the middle of an episode, five episodes later, and I was like, uh, I guess I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I watched the show. Uh, fuck. Uh, but anyway, Star Trek Picard season three is going to be a continuation of Star Trek Voyager and Deep Space Nine. Okay. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That is cool. With the returning cast members. Ooh. I mean... I saw that. Yeah. Will Wheaton? The set's gonna look like a nursing home, but fuck. Like, this should be awesome. I'm not a big... So that's like one nerd thing I don't know that much about. I don't know much about Star Trek. Star Trek? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know, like, a whole... If we talk Next Generation... I, I can sort of talk next generation, but anything outside of that, and and like I can sort of talk to you, Space Nine, I guess. But like those two were the only two that I actually like liked. Really? Yeah, Voyager was okay, but I can I never got into like the original Star Trek, and then like all of the new stuff I've tried to watch. I just I'm like uh, doesn't have heart. Did either of you guys ever fuck with any of the um like mid tier sci fi IPs that were like long lasting? Like, like Farscape and stuff. Yeah, oh, dude, I well, Farscape wasn't long-lasting, but it it had a similar uh, following. But uh, like Babylon Five, Babylon Five, watched a little bit good. of Babylon Five, Stargate. Yep, uh, Stargate was alright. I liked yeah. some. I liked Stargate. I, I watched. It I was on. I didn't care for any of those. I was just curious. Yeah, my fucking brother-in-law has a Stargate tattoo, so I really wanted to like Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, Battlescar Galactica is another one. Really wanted to. 
Yeah. I watched a little bit of Battlestar. I couldn't get into it. The newer one? Yeah. The one from like... The one that Caprica years ago spins or off whatever. into. Or from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I thought like that idea... I thought both of the ideas for like that show and the reboot and everything were really cool. And then I like tried to watch it. I was just like, I this is like a WB show in space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which sounds yeah. offensive. I don't mean to offend, but... You did. I might have. I watched the first episode of Stargate a while back because uh, it was like, it's on Netflix, I think, now. Yeah. And I was just randomly like, you know what? I'm going to give it another shot because my sister and my brother-in-law are super into it. And uh, I watched the first episode and there was like tits and bush in it. And I was like, <laughs> what's Stargate? Fuck? <laughs> yeah. So apparently... The first one or two episodes uh, were on Showtime because it was on Showtime. Oh, so they just like added boobs. Well, no, the like the first the first couple like they were gonna make it more adult, and then it like bombed on Showtime or something, and they got rid of it, and then it got moved to like network tv and it changed huh that's strange didn't know that yeah weird then it was on sci-fi and then i remember that because i remember catching episodes of, yeah. of it on and sci-fi then it was like it went for 12 seasons or something like that 15 yeah. seasons i don't even know and there's like three spinoffs yeah. There's a movie too, right? I watched yeah, the movie there's was f- first. The, the, there yeah, there's like a movie with Kurt Russell and then uh uh MacGyver replaces him. Yeah. He's yeah. actually been that guy longer than he was MacGyver. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah there's more seasons of Stargate SG one that he's in then, than there were of MacGyver. Because there's only like four seasons or something of MacGyver. I always thought there was a bunch more of MacGyver. There's a bunch of weird 90s, 80s, and 90s shows that only have like two to five seasons that everybody remembers because not, stuff didn't run that long then. Right. It wasn't yeah. like fucking 18 seasons. Or The Simpsons at like 35 or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. The Simpsons, all of the fucking Law & Order shows that have been on for 25 years. Yeah. You yeah. know? And there's just like a lot less content. Like... I watched the shit out of NCIS for no reason other than I didn't have anything else to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, NCIS was all right, but like. There's also like 20 seasons of that. Yeah. Like, I was just like, what? I don't have anything else to watch. I guess I'll watch seven episodes of NCIS this evening. Yeah. Because they would just play them back to back to back to back. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, no, uh, Stargate is an interesting one. I remember the movie being really good. Yeah, the movie was alright, as far as I remember. Yeah, and then, like, the show, like, got super weird, and then I was, like, started doing spinoffs. I watched a lot of the Stargate Atlanta show, mm-hmm. that spinoff. Um, that Aren't there a couple of Doctor Who people in that? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think one of them becomes like, or no, the Farscape guy is in it, and he becomes a main character of SG, one of the main characters in SG One after uh, Richard Dean Anderson leaves. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Farscape is like one of the horniest shows that's ever been made. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah, have you never watched Farscape? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's pretty horny. It was pretty horny. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah, anyway. We got way, we're getting way off topic on every <laughs> yeah, fucking so I got the Star Trek thing was interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, up next for headlines, Bob Iger tells Disney Town Hall. This is where they have their work meetings, this is Disney's Town Hall. In case we haven't gone over this before, this is the thing. Bob Iger tells Disney's Town Hall, hiring freeze is still, effect, still in effect. And no new acquisitions are planned, and they will not be merging with Apple. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing anyway. I didn't know that was a thing either. That, what? That'd be fucking wild. Did you see the similar economic news from uh, Showtime? It is also talking about uh, belt tightening, in air quotes. Uh, which oh, okay. I'm sure means they're gonna lay a bunch of people lay off, a bunch of people off, yeah. and cancel a bunch of shows. So I I, I did see other similar news. Oh, I didn't okay. see Showtime. I don't know if it, Showtime is included in AMC networks. I don't think they are. Uh, I think they might be. Okay, so I did see this AMC networks plans layoffs as CEO Christina Spade exits. Cord cutting losses were not offset by gains in streaming. Company memo says. Hmm. Guys, we've talked about this before. If Hollywood is cutting budgets, I don't give a fuck what the Fed says. We are in a recession. Yeah. I feel pretty recessed. I'll recess you. Oh. Uh, Cassie! (laughs) (laughs) All right, up last for headlines. That 90s show has a Netflix premiere date of January 19th. It's right Hmm. around the corner. Yeah, it's right around the corner. It's like 30 some odd days away. That's fucking crazy. I can't believe. 42. 2022 is almost over. Yeah, it's wild. It has been a quick year. We were allowed to go outside again, so like it just flew by. Yeah, because we're outside. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not like at the moment. We're, no, we're, we're on inside a now. Rock hurtling through space. Time is always flying. <laughs> Time is a construct. Time is a construct. Yeah, yeah. nothing else matters. Um, we'll start with a ten-episode season that sees Leia, Eric and Donna's daughter, visiting Red and Kitty for the summer. Each season will be set up like this moving forward. The showrunners and executive producers are made up of returning writers and executives of the original That 70s Show. All of the original cast, minus Danny Masterson, is set to return, or at the very least have cameos. Uh, While Red and Kitty Foreman are set as series regulars. Sweet. Which... Yeah, I mean, they're kind of the heart of the show. Like, I've been re-watching That 70s Show. and like, That's right, yeah. Like, really, like, Red and Kitty are, like, I mean, they're the heart of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like, it's, I, I think that's pretty cool. I think it's set up pretty cool. Uh, Topher Grace did eventually say that he would return, uh, even though his initial response was no. Uh, <laughs> he, he did come back on that. And, yeah, what else has he got going on? Yeah, I know, right? I think he was like, oh, I guess some money is better than no money. Looking in the mirror and being like, I was a good Eddie Brock, goddammit. <laughs> Dude, I was in Predators, goddammit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, that should be interesting. Yeah. Um, we actually, uh, 
We watched a trailer for it. Yeah. That's a different segment. Which we're starting right now. Which we're doing yeah. right now. Because we are going to the trailer park. We're going to the trailer park. We're yeah, we watched the trailer that for that segment? 90s show. Yeah, we did. Uh, which, like Russell said, it's coming out on Netflix in January. 19th. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just said it. Thanks. Just, just helping. Right, fine, fuck me, right? I'm done. I think we're all going to quit the show at some point this 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 uh, week. So anyway, uh, yeah, I mean it. It looks it. It feels weird because all these kid actors feel like they're younger than the cast of that '70s show. They do, yeah, yeah. Even though Mila Kunis, like as we talked about like two weeks ago, last yeah. week, whenever that was, she was like 14 when they started that show. Yeah. yeah. All these kids look like they're fucking 11. Yeah. Yeah, it's super weird. Yeah. And they're doing weed. Yeah, I mean, it's a continuation of that 70s show, so... Wait, yeah. they so did now, that? So now it's going to be about oh, weed yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. So now it's like we might actually see some of them serve real gel time. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> or it might be laced with angel dust. Yeah. You remember when they called the thing that what happened. was that? PC is it PCP Angel PCP. Dust? Yeah. yeah. PCP. You want to get wet? Yeah. Ugh. I do not. No, thank you. Mm-mm. That's what I learned. Just say no. They didn't start doing wet cigarettes until later, right? The fucking uh ones with like embalming fluid. No, I think that was a nineties thing. Was that a nineties thing? I think so. Ew. That was a thing? Oh yeah, yeah dude. I didn't know about that. Like, that get you high. Maybe late nineties. Yeah, to fuck you up. Because I always remember, like, it was like, don't smoke cigarettes. Don't smoke wet cigarettes. Like, so what? I was like, what the fuck is this? Why would I smoke what? a wet cigarette? Yeah. yeah. That, that sounds, sounds gross. Yeah, it sounds like it wouldn't <laughs> fucking light, right? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But, then, but I don't know if it was that. I don't know if it was the embalming fluid then or if it was still, like, LSD because that was a thing, too. But that was, like, a 70s, 80s thing. People would, like, soak a cigarette and... LSD and then smoke it. Jesus Christ! I knew in the yeah. pump scene they used to do. They used to call them cocoa puffs, which was a cigarette that had coke in it. Yeah, I knew that was a thing. So you're basically smoking crack. Yep. Yeah. You can cut Sweet. tobacco with anything. Yeah. Yeah. Chocolate chip cookies. <gasps> I saw that. a weird I thing on Instagram, <laughs> and I didn't know if it was a drug thing or not. But it was like at a rave, and this dude had a bottle of like India ink, and he like shook it up. I don't know if he put something else in it. He like put it in his mouth and like the song started and he's dancing and then he grabs this other guy and just spits it all in his face. And then they're both like, like Like, Tajiri from WWE. Yeah, only it was like black (laughs) because it's like regular India ink. What the fuck? I don't know. As don't your know. attorney, I advise you to take a hit out of the little brown bottle in my <laughs> shaving bag. <laughs> <clears throat> the kids are weird. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Or the- do mescaline and stay up for 72 hours. Uh, that 90s show looks interesting. Yeah, it does. It, we get to see a lot of Kitty and Red in the trailer. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Red is Red. Get yep. out. Get out. And Kitty is Kitty. Oh, thanks for coming. Screen doors unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> um, 
It looks like it could be fun. Yeah. I yeah, it, it does. I my worry is that it's going to end up like all these other reboots. Like I watched the entire first season of How I Met Your Father. Ugh. Well, I mean, How I Met Your Mother sucked too, so It's true. Yeah, that last season was really bad. Everything before that was great though. Um <laughs> I was Shane for once. Tink. <laughs> Um and then uh girl meets world. Oh yeah, that was, was a thing. Also not I forgot super great. that even existed. Yeah. What about Fuller House? I didn't care for Fuller House. Yeah. More Fuller House? Yeah. It like I mean I've said this before. I'm not like I'm not blue, I'm not red. Like I love social commentary. I love the political commentary, but like don't like beat me over the head with it. Didn't we say that last week? <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Well, you mentioned Fuller House, so I had to say it again. Okay, um, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I didn't care for Fuller House a whole lot. Like, so these shows just don't retain the heart and like the charm of the previous show, and I think that that's the problem. Like yeah. with the reboots, you know, or or yeah, reboots. And a lot of these people like never did anything else. Yeah, so they're still like. As good as a child actor, but they're grown ups. Yeah. Yeah. Especially That's what I noticed Fuller in House. Fuller House. Yeah. yeah. Like all those child actors that were like grown ups now and they're just like Line. Yeah. Line. Yeah, like it I was, did too many coke when I, too much coke when I was twelve. Line. I don't was, know what emotions are. Fuller House was very strange to me because whenever you had whenever you had Bob Saget or John Stamos or Dave Couye on the show, like you would get a little bit of that like original feeling. Yeah. And they would still feel like that character. Yeah. But like they were cameos basically. Candace and uh I don't remember the, act- the actress's name that plays Stephanie, but it doesn't matter. Like they <laughs> Stephanie did okay. Candace can't act to save her life, which is why she's on Christian networks now. Oh, is that why her new movie is gonna or new who whatever series is gonna be only about traditional marriage? Yeah. Oh, that, so there's a whole thing there, which I probably should have covered in headlines. But so what happened was she was at the Hallmark Channel and she was like writing and producing stuff for Hallmark. Sure. And then the head guy of Hallmark wanted like Hallmark was like, hey, we need to do more representational stuff. And like wanted to do this LGBTQ uh, with like, and she was uh, like two fuck that. two gay men and like a Christmas love story and stuff. Yeah. And so the head the the head guy at Hallmark was like, I, "If you do that, I'm leaving." So he bounced. Oh shit! Bye. Bounced. I don't know if he went to bounce, but he went to this other network, and then uh. Candace basically was like, yeah, I mean, I agree, so I'm going to follow him and we're going to do traditional marriage movies. And then, uh, I don't remember who she pissed off, but it was on, so on Twitter, yeah. her and this other girl got, uh, JoJo Siwa. I, I don't know who it was. Yeah, I think that's who it was. JoJo Siwa. Siwa, yeah. Um, she's like a pop star? Yeah. So they got into like this kind of Twitter feud thing. Yeah. And they were supposed to be friends. And JoJo had previously said, like, 
they had made up at one point because Jojo had previously said in an interview because someone was like, hey, who's the rudest celebrity you've ever met? And she was like, uh, Candace from Full House. Like, she, <laughs> I was a child and she wouldn't sign my, she wouldn't autograph my picture of her. And she, she said, she said, oh, I can't autograph your picture right now. And then went immediately to, to like the, the line of people after her and like started autographing other people's pictures. And this happened to Jojo when she was like younger. Mm. Uh, so she was like pretty heartbroken over it because she loved watching Full House. Sure. So then she had said that and then Candace reached out and was like, oh, no, I never I'm sorry. And like, apolo- like apologized to her and all this stuff. And yeah, because she got outed in public yeah. by another famous person. Yeah, yeah. and then She's a piece Candace of shit. posted on Twitter, uh, "Our our our new movie will be, our our new network is going to focus on traditional channels or traditional marriage values." Mm. And then JoJo was like, "Oh, okay, so you're still a piece of shit," is what you're saying. Yeah, because she's then, like like famously open, right? Yeah, yeah. So. That's a whole situation, and so Candace is Candace and this other dude from Hallmark are basically like trying to create their own network that is like right wing conservative. There's already a couple of those. Fox News. <laughs> more, more than that. Yeah. FX. No, I was just trying to think what funny channel. <laughs> yeah. Bravo. HGTV, Bravo. <laughs> Bravo is very right. Bravo, uh, G four. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but um, but yeah, so that ninety show is uh, well, it could be good. Looks good. Yeah, yeah it could be, be good. Fine. Netflix January next one, Super Mario Brothers, whatever. Uh, coming to theaters in April. We got like Fuck a yeah. full length trailer. Yeah, this time. We, yeah did. we did. Uh, oh, it looks pretty good, actually. It, it, yeah. it does look pretty good. It's got some Mario Kart in it. Yeah. Yeah. And some it, Smash Brothers, possibly. Smash Brothers, yeah. 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 I want, I want Mario to be like, ah, oh, he's a friend from work. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> you guys want to hear my Mario impression? Yes. Hi, I'm Mario from the Super Mario Brothers movie. That's perfect. Yeah. Nailed it, huh? Wahoo! <laughs> Wahoo! That, Chris that, Pratt! That, that Mario was a failed newscaster. Yeah. <laughs> he used to live in a van in Hawaii. <laughs> in Hawaii? <laughs> it does look neat. Like, it is weird that it's Chris Pratt just being Chris Pratt, but like... Yeah. I think I would get tired of a full movie of Wahoo! Maybe. I don't know. Dude, he's gonna wahoo the whole movie. He's gonna wahoo. We'll see. Yeah. We'll uh, see. Although the trailer, the trailer got me a couple times. The wahoo, like yeah. uh, Rainbow Road. Yeah, yeah, you popped for Rainbow yeah, Road, I, dude. I popped hard for Rainbow Road. I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Um. Although I don't believe that Peach would go to battle against Bowser. Hasn't she before? She what? Hasn't she before? Fight mean, Bowser. We'll see. I thought the movie was going to confirm the, the theory. Uh, yeah. That's just like a Rule 34 thing, bud. But, yeah, Rule 34 is the rule. Right? Those, like it's the truth it's behind like a the scenes. porn parody? 
Yeah. Parody. It really happens. No, parody. Oh. It's, it's a... She's not off fucking Bowser in another castle. The fuck? Oh, we just run all of Mario for you, Dave? What the fuck are you guys talking about? Peach, she's been banging Bowser for 30 no, years. No, she's like six pixels. How's she gonna do that? <laughs> One of those carefully. pixels, Dave. One of those pixels. Very carefully. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you guys? Nah, I don't now, know. I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah, it looks good, though. It does. I'm excited for it. I was already kind of excited for it, because I was like, oh, this could be awesome. Like, at least they didn't try to make it live action. That's very true. They did that once. <laughs> with Dennis Hopper. Although, you Bob know. Hoskins. Yeah. What? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. And Bob Hoskins. Dennis Hopper. John Leguizamo. Yep. That was it, though, right? <laughs> no, there was, I mean, there were other people in it. I don't remember who, though. Yeah, there were like a few good cameos. It was interesting. <sighs> but this one. Oh, God, what the fuck is happening? Great audio. You're a sleepy boy. <laughs> but this one, this one is going to come out in theaters in April of 2023. I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, Hell the, yeah. The next one. Uh, I question if this is even a real movie. It is. Um, 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. It's a uh, Christmas horror parody. It's called The Mean One. 10 out of 10. It's about the Grinch. Only he is a mon- murdering monster. They never say the Grinch. In the trailer. In the trailer. It sounds they like they're going to say the Grinch. Literally wearing like the fucking like... Jim Carrey Grinch costume. It's the same outfit. It's never been washed. Yeah, they found in the dumpster out back of the fucking uh, studio like (laughs) 10 years after that movie came out. They're like, we're never making a sequel to this. Threw it out and some fucking kid found it and he's like, I'm gonna make a horror movie with this one day. And here we are. And here we are. And... You know, he never got a budget or <laughs> a producer with money nope. or a hey, studio. For it. He like walked through Walmart and was like, hey, you want to be in my Grinch horror film? Yeah. He went to some MMA fight and was like, hey, big tall chick, you want to be in a movie? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. So what Shane is trying to say is 10 out of 10, best movie of the year. This looks... Be Dave's favorite movie. Yeah. It totally looks like a fake... Because we've seen a lot of those, right? Fake trailers. Fake parody trailers. It looks like one of the fake parody trailers. There's a fucking candy cane shotgun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I agree with you. The Winnie the Pooh movie looked fake, too. Yeah, that's that's happening. And that's real. That is Will. Are you okay? <laughs> it is not Will. <laughs> it's Will, though. It is real. What? But it is not Will. It's Will, it will, it will. <laughs> All right. That's it for the trailer park. That's all folks. we got. Thanks for the trailer park. We're leaving Ooh, the trailer park. My trailer park. I think do I the... inhaled some meth fumes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my do, do god. The outro. Do the outro. I did. I oh, okay. Did I just? Uh, 
What the fuck? Sorry. Do we have recommendations now? Oh, hey, we're at the recommendation part of the show. Recos. I watched a movie. <laughs> Congratulations. Nice. I watched I watched The Nice Guys on Netflix. Ah, I've heard movie. of that. Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's no. like a it's it's a comedy noir. Yeah. Uh sort of about environmentalism, sort of about porn. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's pretty good. I've heard of it. I just never got a chance so, to watch it. Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. This little girl, I don't know who she is, but she like is still acting. I know I've seen her in other stuff. Um a bunch of character actors. Keith David's in it. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I love me some Keith David. Uh the guy from White Collar, isn't it? Can't remember what the fuck his name is. You got me, Russell. You talk about the Holly March. Yeah, the girl that plays his daughter. Yeah, she plays Betty in Spider Man, like Tom Holland Spider Man movies. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Oh, that girl. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's also in an episode of Black Mirror. I know her from the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. Yeah. That's why I recognized her. I'm not saying anything else. Oh, you might know her from Mako's Mermaids. Nope. Oh, okay. Dude, she's in Walking with Dinosaurs in 3D. That was like the 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 IMAX Museum. Movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Okay. But yeah, uh, I I thought that movie was good. Yeah, uh, I watched I watched it when it came out. It was a good movie. It's, I enjoyed it's it. It's kind of weird, but it is in all the good ways, right? Yeah, mostly. Yeah. I don't know. Ryan Gosling is kind of weird in it sometimes. Yeah, but I also like kind of dreamy. Not very dreamy in this movie. Oh, really? No. <laughs> Just kind of weird and also like deadbeat. He's uh, yeah. I think if if I remember correctly, he did this movie and Drive really close together. <laughs> okay, let me check. I because I'm pretty sure I watched this and I was like, man, I feel like Drive might have fucked him up. And then later on in Ryan Gosling's career, you're just like, oh uh, no, he's just fucking weird. <laughs> just yeah. a weird dude. Yeah, he's like a drunk PI that's also a dad. Oh, uh, there's like five that sounds years like good combination. Yeah, so he like keeps like fucking up, and like his daughter just like comes with them to places she should not be. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, I like I like when he plays like the kind of disheveled shitbag. Yeah, like, yeah, he's pretty like, good at it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a place beyond the pines was another movie he did in between those. I think that movie's also fucked up. A Place Beyond the Pines. Yeah. yeah, dude, A Place Beyond the Pines is like, I fucking love that movie because you have three characters and the movie's split up into three arcs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's three arc storytelling. Each character gets three arcs inside of each arc mm-hmm. and perspective changes at the like in each arc of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then in each of those arcs, that character does still have like a three arc story. Like, 
That movie's fucking wild. I love Whoa. the way that movie's written. That sounds cool. Yeah, hmm. it's that's super cool. What's it called again? Uh, a place beyond the pines. A place beyond the pines. That yeah. sounds interesting. That's, that's going to be my recommendation, I guess. Since we're talking about Ryan Gosling, I haven't oh. watched this recently, but. Maybe it's, I'll watch uh, it. It's Ryan Gosling, Bradley Cooper, Eva Mendez, and uh, Marshala Ali, isn't it? Oh, okay. It's got cool. some other people in it, too. That's pretty good. It's weird. It's a fucked up movie. Hmm. Oh, Kim Basinger is in it. Is in. Uh... Nice Guys. Nice Guys, yeah. yeah. Like a callback to LA Confidential. Yeah. 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 The more I remember about Nice Guys, the more I'm like, fuck, I loved that movie. Yeah, it's good. We had to watch that, too. I got some break, a break coming up. I'll have to watch all these movies. Watch but I'll forget movies, and Dave. watch, like, Taming the T-Rex again, you know? That's yeah. How I roll. Dang it, Dave. Sorry. It'll just, like, turn on Shutter and just, like, let it run. Probably. <laughs> um, I have a recommendation. Yeah. Are you done with yours? Yeah, yeah. I just okay, had cool. the one movie. All right. Uh, so I watched on Netflix, I watched a documentary or documentary, as people should call it. <laughs> I thought you said it that way on purpose. You I did just too. Went I with was going to go with it. Documentary. Did. Uh, we did not do copious amounts of drugs before this episode. We did not, for no, sure. We're, we're just sleepy and we're, fucking well, oxygen deprived. I don't know. Sleepy and, and dumb. That's me. Slept enough. Do we have a gas leak? <laughs> like, what's <laughs> happening? The gas leak episode. Uh, yes, I watched a documentary. I think we've made that joke before. Gas leak? The gas leak episode? I'm pretty sure that was a Crimson Ring joke. Oh, yeah, the tent. Yeah. I thought tent. we weren't, weren't allowed it's to say episode. that. Oh, sorry. It's a good episode. Uh, yeah, so I watched on Netflix. It was called Pepsi Where's My Jet. <laughs> it's I don't a. Think I can talk about this. Why? Oh, actually, I'm not going to say why. I think I can't talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a four episode uh, doc about. Uh, so in the 90s, like 94, I think. 94, 95. I think it's 94. Yeah. Uh, Pepsi did this um, uh, promotion where you got Pepsi points. They love promotions. Yeah. They got Pepsi points where you, mm -hmm. you bought Pepsi and you got a certain amount so, of points and you clipped them out. So so they gave you PPs? Yeah, they gave you PPs. All right. And once you had enough PP, uh, <laughs> you could trade it in for like uh, shirts and hoodies and oh, stuff. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But the commercial, they had like a fun commercial announcing yeah. it. At the end, there was a... So it's like this kid going to school. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he's like, you know, he puts on his shirt. And it's like Pepsi shirt, fifty points. Puts on his pants, like Pepsi shorts, one hundred and fifty points or whatever it was. At the end, he's going to school, and a Harrier jet uh, lands in the in the school, and it says Harrier jet seven million points. Okay, but they didn't put a disclaimer. Oh, and so shit. this kid saw it and was like, I want the jet. I want this fucking jet, dudes. And the the whole the whole documentary documentary why can't I say documentary today? The whole documentary is about um this guy in the nineties who like he figured out how many Pepsis it would take. Yeah. And it was like it was something like four point three million 
dollars of like man hours to like people to cut the Pepsi points out and for storage for all these Pepsi products. Yeah. And he was like a the kid's like a uh, he was like a climbing guy like he would climb mountains and stuff and he yeah. met this other dude who's like a like a investor like a rich like a rich guy that he became friends with so he came to him with this like he made a business plan of how he's going to get this jet from Pepsi okay and like them and this guy is like I think we could do it all right and he found in the article on a uh, catalog for the Pepsi that you could buy Pepsi points Okay. For like ten cents a point or something like that, and you yeah. had to have like one hundred and fifty minimum. So they calculated out, and seven million Pepsi points cost like it's like seven hundred thousand, I think. And a Harrier jet at the time was like thirty-five to forty million. Yeah. So he basically like got to this investor's like, "Hey, we can get this jet for seven hundred thousand. Yeah. And they're like, "All right, let's do it." So they bought the Pepsi Pepsi points. And when they went to the art, because like when you fill out to get your prizes, there's like you want a hat, you want a yeah. They have uh, like a uh, catalog number. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You like write that. They wrote Harrier Jet <laughs> and checked it off and put the check in there. Okay. And I think like a couple weeks went by, and then like he, every day he was checking, and he got eventually got uh, got a letter from Pepsi. And he opened it up, and it was the check saying, ha ha, nice try. Here's two free packs of Pepsi. Holy shit. And then the rest of the episode is this dude hiring lawyers and stuff trying to get this jet from Pepsi. Does he get the jet? I don't know. Watch it and find out. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> it's really good. Like, it's... It's funny, like, I was like, this seems wild or whatever, and I got more invested in it than I thought I would. But it's, <laughs> yeah. it's really cool. It's, uh, it's only, like, like 35, 40-minute episodes. Oh. How many episodes? Four. Oh, yeah, that's not bad. I yeah. watched that. Mm, and sitting. It, yeah. It, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Uh, they do a lot of, like, reenactments and stuff that are cool. And one of the, every time they interview someone, they, ha- they, give, they make them do the Pepsi challenge. Whenever they interview someone new, they have the like they have just like can like you know silver cups without logos, and they drink it. And at the end, because they and they tallied it up of who won, and at the end of the doc, they're like, "This was the winner." (laughs) But it's cool because like there's one of the dudes that was like the CEO of Pepsi at the time took the challenge, and he's like, "Yep, is that one?" And it was Coke. (laughs) Well. I don't. I anyone that can't taste the difference between Pepsi and Coke, I do not understand. You just have to not be like an avid soda drinker, right? Because there's like there's there is no, a big difference. There's a huge difference. Yeah. Or like even like the Sam's Choice Cola versus Pepsi, like not even close. Not, like, yeah, I agree. Gross. Actually. Yeah, but I don't like those challenges though because like a lot of times it's not fresh out of a can or a bottle or anything. Because, yeah. like, that's got something to do with it, too, because, like... Let it sit. If mm. it's flat, then they all just kind of taste like fucking warm, shitty caramel yeah. sugar. Yeah. And, you know, Yeah, that's so, true, too. Like, they taste different when they're fresh and still carbonated, and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's, there, there are a few things, to me, that taste better than, like, a fresh Coke, especially around Christmas time. Ooh, are you it's a almost polar like bear? they change the ingredients or something God based damn on it. the season of the year. 
Are you talking about new Coke? No. No, there's a conspiracy <laughs> that uh, Coke puts more uh, of certain ingredients in during the holiday season. Yeah. Versus... Throughout the rest of the year and Fourth of July, like there's, it's like a, it's almost like a rotating flavor profile. Flavor profile for the year. Huh. Yeah. Mm. It's super weird. It's super interesting theory. Yeah. You should look it up. I know McDonald's has like their Coke tastes different because they have like a different recipe that just sends. The, yeah. The Coke just sends to McDonald's. Yeah. KFC too. Is it KFC like, as well? K. Yeah. KFC had a different. Uh, or KFC's Coke tastes different than... That's because KFC has different policies on how much uh, carbonated water versus syrup they use. Yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Because uh, you're also more likely at KFC to get, like... No more, syrup. No syrup. Like, yeah. less syrup. Yeah. But sometimes the KFC will get it just right. It's Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Man, I, I mean, want a Coke. Not the, not <laughs> the one in... Coke too. Not the one in our town that doesn't exist anymore, but... That one was the worst. It was always like almost clear with no fucking syrup in it. Yeah, dude, it didn't yeah. used to be. Yeah. When I was in high school and like right after high school, that KFC was fucking popping, dude. Like fucking delicious. And then just one day I went there. I was like, hmm. what the fuck happened here? What the know. fuck happened here? And then it still took them nine years to go out of business. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. But yeah, I recommend watching that doc. It's pretty good. Sounds like a fun doc. Yeah, it was a good documentary. Yeah. You had another one. I also have another one. So I watched Mm -hmm. uh, We're All Going to the World's Fair. It's from 2021, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, It was, it's on HBO Max. Uh, It is a a horror movie, it's more like a a drama. Uh, I, I, I heard some people talking about, like, oh, it's really good and stuff. Um, it's basically about this girl who is, uh, uh, it's just like her and her dad, like her mom had passed away. Okay. And she's kind of like a, like a recluse. She's like lives in her little, lives in her, her room in a, in the attic and like keeps to herself kind of a shy, nerdy girl, like younger, like younger girl. And she finds this like viral video that, uh, it's called the world's fair challenge. Where you're supposed to, like, you say, I want to go to the World's Fair three times into your computer, and you, like, cut your finger and wipe the blood on your key on the thing, and then you watch this, like, video. And then people say that, like, weird things happen to them, and their body starts changing and stuff, and they record it for YouTube. Okay. And it kind of just, it, like, starts with that. It's, like, it's... It's just like this girl, like you can obviously tell she's like a loner by herself. Yeah. And then the rest of the video is her going through these weird changes. Sure. Like she it's just like videos of her saying, like, I can't feel my body. Like she's like outside in like the cold and not wearing a jacket. She's like, I feel fine. Like like I should be cold, but I don't I can't feel my body and stuff like that. And then she gets contact by another guy who did it who's in the challenge as well yeah and um uh he's like hey i'm worried about you keep posting videos and then like that's pretty much the movie really (laughs) 
Yeah, it's like her this her like transformation. Like you, you know, it's it's a very slow movie. It feels more like a creepy pasta. Yeah, rather than a uh, like a horror movie. Yeah, um, I may be too dumb to get it, but like <clears throat> I kind of read stuff about it. It's it's kind of like a coming of age story. Sure, it kind of deals with like gender dysphoria and stuff. Okay, I may have been too old to watch it. Like you know, like. Uh, but uh, it's neat. It's got some cool things that happen. Uh, towards the end, you find out because, like, um, the guy who's contacting this girl, Casey, uh, he's like, he's like, hey, can we? And like, this is the first thing you hear about. Can we step? Can we talk out of character? Can we step out of? And you find out that the World's Fair is like an MMORPG, sort of. That's what they refer to it as. Everyone's doing this, like creepy pasta type role playing and putting the YouTube you know putting on YouTube like oh I'm changing yeah all this cuz she posts some videos of like there's one where she's just walking she's like I found my dad's rifle he doesn't think I know where it's at yeah and like just like yeah. shit like that yeah and then at the end he like they talk online and she's like what are you talking about like this is just a game I made all this shit up don't contact me and then stops and then it shows him with doing a video saying that he met with her like two or three years later and stuff. So it's like this weird, like, did it happen? Is this actually a game? Did something happen with her mental state? Like, it's... That's super fucking crazy. Yeah. I realized halfway through Dave talking about it that I had seen this. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I had that. I looked up, I looked at the IMDb because I needed to see who it was to trigger like images. Yeah. And then you start talking about the MMO thing and I read the... Or I seen the picture on the IMDb page, and I was like, oh, yeah, shit, I watched this. I watched this back-to-back with another movie. I'm trying to remember what the name of is, so I can suggest it to you. Okay. Did you like this movie? I did. There was some really cool... Like, it's very very much a slow burn, and I, I kind of felt that, like, creeping slow burn, so I, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I gotta, I'll, I gotta figure out the name of this other movie, but it's basically like the world has ended and it kind of like follows this chick around and it keeps flashing back between like before the world ended and after the world ended and she's like alone in her apartment in both situations hmm. so like it's but it, it was fucking wild i can't remember what it's called but it's kind of like got a cosmic horror vibe thing too really it. yeah and i can't remember what it's called if you think of it let me know because i i like this enough i'd watch stuff like I wanna, that i want to say it's called heart but I recommend it. It's like it's very slow. Yeah. It's very very slow movie. Not a whole lot happens in it, but it's cool enough that like I watched the whole thing and wasn't like bored. Yeah. And there are some cool creepy spots you're like, "Oh god." Talking about creepy pasta always makes me think of uh Channel Zero. Wasn't that wasn't that like a sci-fi show mm-hmm. or I don't it was like a it. sci-fi horror show uh sort of anthology like uh american horror story but they were all based on creepypastas Ooh, i i find myself reading and listening to creepypastas fairly often so uh did you ever read the uh uh fuck what the fuck is it uh candle cove candle cove maybe something like that potentially uh so the Creepypasta is basically like a screenshot of a bunch of people talking in a uh, chat and they're like 
old friends and they're like, Hey, do you guys remember that, uh, that show that we used to watch when we were kids? And it was like about, a, it was like a puppet show about pirates. Yeah. And then like, they're talking about that and they're like talking about it. And there's like how it was like weird. And like, sometimes it got kind of creepy and scary, but they liked it. And then, uh, one, then, then it like skips ahead like a few days and somebody comes back and they're like, Hey, so I went and I visited my grandma who I lived with when I was a kid and I was talking to her about us, like talking to each other and getting like, you know, rekindling all of our like childhood friendships and stuff. And she was like, that was good. And then I asked her if she remembered that show and she was like, do you mean the show where all you kids would just like go sit in front of the TV and watch the static? And the kid, the guy was like, what? And everybody was like, what? It wasn't real? And, like, that's the whole creepypasta. I, yes, I remember. Yeah. So then the first season of Channel Zero is about that, but it's, like, also about, like, a bunch of abductions and stuff. They, like, add, they, like, flesh it out into a real story. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of times the creepypastas, they, like, some of them have a lot going on. But some of them are just like, here's this creepy thing. Fill it in yourself, you know? Uh, so there's that one. Uh, one of the other really good ones um, is about... Uh, there's a creepy pasta that went on for a long time that was about... Uh, uh, stuff, stuff that rangers saw in the woods. Like like state parks and stuff. Okay. And uh one of them was uh about stairs. They would just like come upon a set of stairs in the woods. And not like wood stairs for like a a deer blind or something. It would be like a set of st- cement stairs that just like were unsupported and went to nowhere. Huh. And like weird shit like that and then like they some of they would start talking about like they would like start feeling weird when they got close to the stairs or like one time they blacked out and they woke up and they were like halfway up the stairs and they couldn't figure out where why they fucking were on the stairs and shit like that huh. and like talking about like weird shit like that so there's a season uh called butcher block and there's like this park in the middle of a town and the town is like dying. It it reminds me a lot of like how uh Detroit has been or is portrayed in the last, you know, twenty years. Yeah. Um but there's this park in the middle of the town and like people keep disappearing and shit, and then like there's a stairway that like appears in the park sometimes and mm. there's like weird cannibal deities that live up the stairs but the like in another dimension and they just like come down and like take people and eat them eat them and go back Whoa. yeah that sounds cool uh nowhere house i think is one of the other ones which is really cool uh it's about like a haunted house kind of like haunted house slash escape room kind of thing hmm. uh and it like moves around and you like find out by getting like a random email and uh it like plays on your fears and nobody can figure out how it does it cuz it's like your personal fears not just like general 
phobias that everybody yeah. like a lot of people have your actual it was fears. like actually like personal shit commitment yeah like you go into a room and like it's kind of and like each room is numbered and like if you go through every room then you win whatever okay. the prize is so it's like you go through the first room and it's not that scary and each room escal- escalates and it like starts like fucking with people huh and then like in the creepy pasta the person like there's always an exit so you can just like leave so the person is like fuck this i don't and they leave and they go to their house and their house is the has the next room's number on their door oh shit and they go in their house and like their parents are dead and like all kinds of crazy shit's going on and like they they like leave their house and like it just keeps going even though they left that season that season's fucking awesome i want to watch this show in general yeah the season i watched you watched like the last season. Like I don't. I think the se- the show got canceled after the season yeah. you watched, which makes sense because the season I watched was not a lot of fun. Yeah, there's a season called Dream Door, and I don't even know what that one's about. So that one is about uh, basically like a, a mysterious like so so as kids or something along the lines of I'm very vaguely remembering this because it was not very good. Yeah, it's so, like as kids they used it's to on go. Shutter, by the way. Uh, is it? I was yeah. just gonna look. <laughs> yeah, as kids, they like had this door that they would go into in their like parents' basement, and mm. like it was a secret room, and they go in there and hang out. Okay. And then, like when they go back as adults, like the door is just like not there. And then one day, the I think the woman grew up in the house, and she moves back in to her parents' house with her husband. And then one day, the door is just there just back Mm -hmm. and then it like she keeps like going into it and coming out slightly different every time yeah and it's like uh, i I don't know it was okay it was like it was way lower budget than i thought the series was i don't know if the other Mm. seasons were like that because like i hadn't heard you talk about it like that but the other seasons didn't rely on effects very much yeah so, like, the first season had a couple of, like, creature kind of things that had a little bit of budget going on, but it was just, like, you know, practical makeup stuff. Yeah. So, if you're creative, you can get, you can do that fairly yeah. cheap. Um, and then Butcher Block, I think, is where it, like, got a lot of popularity. So, I think it had a higher budget for that season. Yeah. Um, and then there's not really anything to be high budget that I remember in the Nowhere House. Or no end house. It might be no end house. Oh yeah, I think it is no end house. I'm gonna have to watch that because that sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah. Slasher is on uh, Shutter too. You told me about that before. Yeah, sl- Slasher is like similar anthology. Each season is a different story, but uses similar actors. But it's all like each season is like a super fucking long slasher movie. I'm into that. Yeah, I think those are really good. The for at least the first two, three. The first two seasons are really good. The third season is okay. I'll have to watch that, too. I got so much shit to watch. Yeah. I just gave you, like, 60 to 80 hours of shit to watch just God now. damn. <laughs> I just started watching The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, yeah, you got a while before you got time to watch anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I'm on season one. Oh, God. Oh. Good but, luck. yeah, those are my recommendations. Oh, Davey boy. Oh, well, those were all good recommendations. Yeah. See, I watched yeah. some things. I recommend the first three seasons of 
Channel Zero and Slasher. One of those happens in the winter. It's going to be winter time. Start watching them winter movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to watch The Witcher and be sad. I'm going to watch The Thing and be awesome. The Thing also sounds like a good watch this winter. Yeah. This winter. The Thing. The Thing. Uh, So that was my recommendations. Yeah. I have another thing. Another bit. Yeah. Do your bit. Uh, So welcome to Dave's Turnbuckle. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding. Uh, so I watched some wrestling this week. Last yeah. week, I watched live wrestling this week. You were we like you were there. Yeah, I was there. So the uh, Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. I went to uh, AW Dynamite in Chicago. Old Bean Town. Old Bean Town. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a mighty large bean. Yeah, the so large seen it in person town. at this point. It's a Parks and Rec joke. Uh, so yeah, it was on day before Thanksgiving. Uh, my buddy was able to get a box, like we got a suite. Oh, nice! And it was super cool because there was like I think there's like six or seven of us that went. Would you say it was pretty sweet? It was pretty sweet. <laughs> it was great because I'd sit down. I'm like, you know what? I'm feeling sore, so I could stand up and like walk around and still see everything. Yeah, that's great. And we could like. We were just like talking shit the whole time, just like, oh, look at that guy. And like explaining to my buddy who doesn't really watch wrestling the whole time without being like, hey, that's this guy. Yeah. Hey, uh, <laughs> you hear me over there? <laughs> what? What? Watch this. Uh, but it was really cool. So they did, it was like four hours of wrestling. So they did um, Dark Elevation for the first hour. Mm. Which is like their YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's a lot of squash matches. Mm-hmm. If you know what that means, Russell. I do know what that means. I would actually that's probably they're... prefer to watch that. That's where I they're... love squash matches. Yeah, that's where the crowd scr- throws squashes at the wrestlers. Yep, that's exactly what happens. They throw squash at them. Squash season. <laughs> it's really hard in the winter to have a squash match. So no, a squash match, if you don't know, is just when a wrestler comes out that's trying to get over, trying to get more popular, trying to get TV time, goes against like a unknown local. wrestler or a local wrestler, and they the local wrestler just gets beat up within like a minute or two. Well, it's mm. not fair. I know, it's not fair. Um, my highlight for the elevation was Man Scout showed up. Uh, Man Scout used to tag with Dan the Dad quite a bit. Oh, yeah? Uh, Man Scout is a, he's a Boy Scout but he's a man, so he's a man scout. Jesus. Uh, he used to come out. Uh, he didn't do it on this, unfortunately, but sometimes he would bring out a tent, and they would go in the tent, and they would do, like, the cartoon, like you'd see the fists going <laughs> in the tent, you know? Uh, this, he had a scout's handbook, and he was running the ropes while reading the book. And he was against uh, Brandon Cutler, which is part of the elite. Yeah. He's like the elite goon. Uh, at one point, he's, like, running the ropes, looking at the... Uh, his book and Brandon just stops and he just keeps running the ropes while reading the book <laughs> and then hits up with a lariat and stuff. Yeah, it was a fun comedy match. Um, so there was after that was Dynamite, which is their Wednesday night show. Dynamite, Dynamite, uh, super fun. Uh, no, my problem is like it was like four hours of wrestling, so it all yeah. kind of blended together. 
but that was match two of potential seven matches for the trios belt. So currently, the trios champs are Death Triangle, mm-hmm. which is uh, um, it was Pentagon Junior, but it's Penta Zero Mar- Sarah Mar- Miedo and uh, Phoenix Junior and Pack is Death Triangle. Okay, versus the Elite, which is Young Bucks and Kenny. Yeah. Um, and so they're doing a best of seven. So whoever wins the best seven is the trio belt. And uh, the funniest thing. The weirdest thing about it is that, so, you know, I think I talked about it, the CM Punk drama yeah. bullshit. Well, we were in CM Punk town, because CM Punk's from Chicago. Yeah. So, even before the show, half the crowd's going, CM Punk, CM Punk. But the best part is, directly following that was, fuck CM Punk, <laughs> fuck CM Punk. Nice. Um, but when the Elite came out, they got booed. Like most of Chicago was booing them, and the Bucks leaned to it because they're, oh, like, yeah. they're like, like I, I heard a "fuck the elite" chant sometime, and that's like several times. And then we would, me and my buddies and everyone else would go "fuck CM Punk." It was fun, uh, but they really leaned into it. Like they were getting the crowd. Um, Kenny Omega purposely missed a buckshot lariat, just like CM Punk did. Um. Matt Jackson did a GTS. Oh man! Uh, uh, Kenny bit someone. <laughs> Which I don't know if you know the scrum. Uh, a steel bit Kenny. Yeah, for real. It was like a super meta match. We're like, what the fuck is going on? They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, and oh, the beginning of so uh, uh, Death Triangle one. They're currently two to zero. Okay. Um, it's gonna go to seven. Yeah, it is. Um, but it was a banger of a match. It was an awesome match. Uh, but the beginning of Dynamite was we were supposed to hear from MJF and uh, William Regal. Okay. Because at full gear, William Regal betrayed John Moxley. I don't know if you heard about that at all. No. At full gear, uh, it was John Moxley versus MJF, and. Uh, William Regal is part of the Blackpool Combat Club yeah. with John Moxley. And towards the end of the match, uh, MJF tried to put his diamond ring on. That's where like a heel movie punched you with the yeah. diamond ring. Uh, but William Regal came out and was like, don't do that. You don't need that. You're not a cheater. Don't cheat. And so, and so MJF just throws it. He goes, fine. And like 30, 40 seconds later, the ref gets distracted and William Regal pulls out brass knuckles and slides him to MJF. So the beginning of Dynamite was William Regal came out. Yeah. And the amount of people booing William Regal, but I'm like, guys, it's William Regal. Why are you booing him? Yeah. He, yeah. he pulled him out of his trunks, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nice. And, yeah, because uh, they got, like, William Regal literally, like, I'm pretty sure he uses a pair of brass knucks to hold his balls. Like, it's true. Literally just, like, <laughs> always has a pair of brass knucks under his sack. Yep. Agreed. Confirmed. Uh, but so he did that. So William Regal came out at the beginning of Dynamite to booze. Yeah. And he was talking about MJF. Like, well, MJF's not here. He'll be here next week. He's too busy shooting his movie, which is true. But uh, uh, 
it was great. Like the amount of crowd, bo- and then John Moxley came out and like threw the stare down, and uh, Brian Danielson. Is this it right? Yeah. Yeah, Brian. I can't remember. Not, not Daniel. Confused. Not Daniel Bryan. Not Brian Daniel Danielson. Bryan, Brian Danielson came out and was doing between going stop, 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 stop. It was a really cool thing. So like this week, because Dynamite the, uh, this Wednesday is in Indianapolis. Oh, which I'll be there for that. Is when MJF is supposed to make his uh, return. His return. His he's going to speak to the people as the the world heavyweight champ. Uh, but it was cool. Dynamite was fun. Um, like I said, the matches kind of ran together, so I don't know what was up. Because they also taped Rampage after that, which is Jesus. the Friday show. Uh, Rampage had a really good match with Top Flight and the Golf Place. Yeah, Top the Golf Place. Okay. That's Top Golf. Uh, Top Flight or this well, insane. Top Flight, Top Flight is a golf ball brand. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. But Top Flight, the wrestling team, is oh. two like twenty-two-year-old brothers that like are always in the air. The Hardy like, Boys, Dante Martin. They're like better Hardy Boys. Yeah, like for sure, better Hardy Boys. Whoa! Oh yeah, hell yeah! Uh, I, I got to see like Matt Hardy. To say got to see Matt Hardy. I think it was on Dark. It was him and uh, Private Party mm. versus Butcher and the Blade and uh, Random Guy. Random guy took the pin. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it, like, uh, it was fun. The top flight wrestle—I can't remember where they wrestled. It was a banger. Uh, FTR, it's FTR. Oh, okay, and it was awesome. Uh, and then at the end of Rampage, I could say it now because I couldn't say it on <laughs> on Thursday because it hadn't been out yet. Oh yeah. Um. At the end of Rampage, the Dark Order, which is only like four members now, okay, they're like a comedy team. They were like they started off this really cool, like cult faction. Yeah, yeah. Like they would just flash on the screen. Like, are you feeling down? Is nothing in your life going right? <laughs> Call the Dark Order. And it was this really cool cult thing, and now they kind of got more to it because they got they're all super funny and kind of got over. As being like this comedy faction, sure. And a lot of them, like uh, obviously Brody Lee, has passed away. Mm. He was the leader of the Dark Order. Mm. Uh, Stu Grayson left. He's on Impact now, so they're slowly like leaving. Yeah. And so it was just Evil Uno, uh, John Silver, aka Johnny Hungy, um, Matt Reynolds, and Ten. It's just called ten. It's Preston Vance, but it was ten. Oh, um, not perfect ten. Okay, but uh, at the end of that, they had a match against Roosh and I don't remember something else. Someone else. It, it all blended together. Yeah. Anyways, they lost. Preston Vance came out and betrayed them. And uh, took the mask off and ripped it open. Ripped Evil Uno's mask off. It was pretty brutal. And the and negative one, which is Brody Lee's son. I don't know if you know. I don't want. I don't want to get sad on the show. But uh, when Brody Lee passed away, uh, his son Brody, uh, kind of like Dark Order, like took him in as their own. And he's negative one. And he comes out with a mask. And they did all this really cool stuff with them. Yeah, like. If you guys want to cry, watch the Brody Lee tribute 
dynamite show. Yeah. It was like two hours of wrestling and I I was tearing up the whole time. Cause they did like they they brought his boots in the ring, yeah, and um they at the time he was the TNT uh champ champion TV champion they retired that belt and gave it to Negative One, they gave it to his son, yeah. Uh, so they had Negative One out there and he's part of the doing this goofy thing like he's great he's like twelve I think, and like he loves being on TV like he's yeah. gonna be a star. Uh, but like Preston Vance did this betrayal, like through the mask at negative one, and they were like best friends. Sure. So it was like, and that ended the show. We're like, what the fuck? God damn. <laughs> like, yeah. Why? Yeah. Easy way to get cheap heat, right? Yeah. The best part is they were doing, when they were doing uh, BTE, which is the Young Bucks, like YouTube channel, mm -hmm. that's where they got over because they were doing all this comedy bits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. At one point, it was um, Ty Conti and Anna Jay, okay, who were in Dark Order. Uh, they were always falling around negative one, <laughs> and like they were like they're always posting on like like Instagram of doing stuff with negative one. I'm like, man, I imagine that twelve year old goes to school on Monday. Like, these are my girlfriends. These are my girlfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was Dynamite and Rampage. Super fun, a lot yeah. of wrestling, a lot of wrestling. Uh, and then that Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, Jesus, also known as Black Friday, I went to AWR Deathmatch Wrestling Show. So this much is, wrestling. Yeah. This is my second time going to AWR. Mm. Um, I brought so I brought some buddies, uh, my buddy Tyler and Devin, my friend Devin went, mm -hmm. and um, it was at the Emerson, which is a, a really shitty venue in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's like, so it said doors at six. You can get, there was general admission. It was like 20 bucks, and there was an early bird admission for like 25 bucks. I'm like, I'll just get the 20 bucks. It'll be fine. Like, whatever. Doors are supposed to be open at 6. Uh -huh. We got there at 5.45. I'm like, I want to at least get a decent seat. Uh, they didn't open the doors till 6.45. Yep. And that was for the early birds. They're like, alright, anyone has an early bird ticket, get in, pick your, pick your spot, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then two minutes later, they opened up the gates for everyone else. Yeah. They were probably inside like... Hey, who's supposed to open the doors? Oh, so-and-so. Oh, they're not here. Well, get the promoter. Oh, they're not here either. Uh, well, I don't know uh, then. <laughs> because the Emerson is a shithole. Yes, it is. Yeah. But we got in there. The match started late. It's very punk rock. The show started late. Yeah. Uh, but it was a ring this time. Last time I was there, it was no ring. Yeah, it was just like a barrier. Yeah, this yeah. was a ring and no barrier. Oh, uh, so we got like second row facing the like we were on the camera side. There was one camera, steadily a camera side, <laughs> but like, <laughs> um, and it was very, very independent wrestling. Yeah. There were some fun matches, there was some really good stuff. Um, but the end, I thought there's supposed to, I think something may have happened with the card because mm. I thought there's supposed to be three or four death matches, but there's only two death matches. And one was supposed to be a three-way, and there's only just a two. But uh, they did an intermission, they went to the death matches. 
And the second death match, or the first death match was Mickey Knuckles, which I've talked on the show before. Mm-hmm. She's a one woman episode of Cops. Yeah. Um, it was her and this dude. I don't know if the, like, it was so weird. He came out first. I think his name was like Pogo. Just looked like an old dude. Like he's just an old dude. And he was like strutting around this the ring slowly, like just like poking all the weapons. Like just half I couldn't tell if he was trying to do like a character or if he was having on site like uh, like early stages of dementia. I don't know what it's was probably happening just with a that dude, dude from bum fights, man. <laughs> like, it looked like it. Like he had no idea what he was doing. He got in the ring and they were doing deathmatch stuff, and he took like two bumps, and you could tell he was winded. Oh, so the rest of the time he's like, so he has like there was like there was a whiffle ball bat with thumbtacks. Uh-huh. And he was trying to like put it on her chest and be like, ah, and like rub it in there. He kind of did this. I don't know if you see on the YouTube, he's kind of like light. It was like, ah, I'm getting you with these thumbtacks. Oh my God. And poor Mickey Knuckles. Like, she can go. She's fucking insane. She was trying her ass off to sell this guy. <laughs> oh my God. And, it's just, and he's just like, he's just like, uh, I'm crazy. And, and he's like, oh, yeah. oh no, it hurts. Oh no. Ah. It was like she, oh, bless her, because she tried to save that match. And That's it was terrible, bad, and it didn't last very long. Like I want to say something happened to that dude, or like he just like faked his way into a deathmatch show, <laughs> or if he was a bum on the street that said he wasn't a deathmatch yeah, guy, faked his way into a deathmatch show. That would make sense for why it wasn't a three way, because they're like this dude is gonna get confused. <laughs> Too many people. It's just... like one of us is gonna get hurt. Not because he's gonna hit us too hard. It's because he's gonna like f- fucking die in the middle of the fucking match, and we're gonna like trip over his corpse. Yeah, we're gonna actually land on barbed wire. Yeah, but yeah, that match was lame. Like my my friends were like sort of into it. They never they were never at a they never been to a death match show. I'm like, damn it! Like I want to. Yeah. But the main event was my buddy Eric Dillinger. Yeah, Public Enemy number one, one. Eric Dillinger versus Drake Younger. Who I'm gonna tell this on the show because I don't care. Uh, he's famous for he used to be a uh, a referee in NXT. Oh, okay. But got fired because he was like a known anti-vaxer, like QAnon guy. Okay. Uh, and when he came out, I yelled, "Give him the vaccine!" And I'm he definitely heard me. <laughs> I yelled it a few times. He definitely heard me. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> uh, so him and Eric wrestled, and apparently Drake Younger was a deathmatch guy. He's from Indianapolis, and he was like an old school deathmatch guy from Indy. Okay. So everyone's like, welcome home. Welcome home. And I said, go away. <laughs> I was not about him. Yeah. I let him know. Um, it was funny. It's like people were like doing like half, like Drake, Drake, Drake. And I'm a loud boy. Like Shane's seen me at shows. I'm a loud boy. So I started yelling Dillinger way louder, and it was like three of us, and it was way louder than them. Oh, yeah. But uh, that match was nuts. There was uh, light tube after light tube after light tube. Uh, My buddy Eric went through a uh, glass pane, like a pane of glass. Mm. Uh, He also, like, hurricanrana'd the dude through a door with uh, nail boards on it. Okay. Like for like carpeting, like those like nail boards for like yeah. trim and stuff. 
Uh, super bloody. There was glass everywhere. At one point, my friend Eric uh, cut his elbow, like right above his elbow, and it was just like gushing. Yeah. And what you do in a death match, Russell, <clears throat> is the ref just has duct tape. And they oh. duct tape it up and keep going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw that. And I look at my buddy I'm like, oh, shit. Like, Eric's cut up. But Eric ended up winning. Nice. Uh, towards the end, he was on his knees in the middle of the ring, like glass everywhere. Like he's on his knees on glass, mm-hmm. and they had a box full of light tubes. They were like those like U shaped light tubes for like oh, vanity yeah. mirrors and yeah. stuff. And uh, Drake is just smashing them one at a time on Eric's head, just bam, 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 and he's taking in all of them. And like that's why I knew like Eric's winning this, <laughs> and Eric won. Yeah. I I forget. I think he went. He put him through. I think he frog splashed him onto a door, like through a door. Uh, but Eric won. Fantastic. Yeah, that was the main event, and it was a good match. You go, Eric. Yeah, he's doing great things, man. I'm really really happy for that guy. Yeah, it was awesome. And at the end of the show, I'm like, hey, I want to hang out and like talk to Eric for a second. And we're sitting there. I see him come out. He's like talking to fans and stuff. My God, I don't want to bother him right now. And he starts going back into the locker room. I'm like, well, I better say it. Okay, so I walk up. I'm like, Eric. And I see him like at the thing. Eric, he's like, oh, dude. And he comes back and talks to me. He's like, hey, man, like, so like, like so glad. Thanks for coming. Like, all that. I was wearing his shirt. I rep. I represent. Yeah. <laughs> and he was still bloody, like, still yeah. bleeding. And he, he was like, what's up, man? Hugs me. I'm like, yeah. fuck it. I don't care. So I have blood on my, on his shirt. Yeah. His blood on his shirt. Yeah. On his wrestling shirt. Collector's item. Yeah. 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 Never wash it again. Nope. And what's funny is like I went to hug him and I don't wear it here. (laughs) (laughs) Preferably put it in a glass case. Glass case. Yeah. Uh, I went when I went to went to hug him, I like, you know, (laughs) I put my hand around his back and got some glass in my hand. Yeah. (laughs) He still had glass in his back. Jesus. Um but yeah, super cool dude. It was just funny I had like Eric blood on me. (laughs) We left and I'm like there was a bar like right like in the same area. I'm like, I'm gonna stop here and wash my hands real quick. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But I had my buddy's blood on me. <laughs> but uh, super happy with him. It was a good match. It was fun. Yeah. Super Sounds proud like he's of doing good. Guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's got some things coming up. He's got some things coming up. Uh, but that was all for Dave's turnbuckle. Sweet. Next week I could talk about the dynamite I'll go to tomorrow. Yeah. Nice. I love wrestling. You do love wrestling. <laughs> I love wrestling. <laughs> I love it. Uh, that's all for Dave's turnbuckle, which means it's time for Hanging Big Brain with Dave. Hanging Big Brain with Dave. Ooh, I like that one. Hanging that brain. You ready to hang some brain, Russell? Ready. Documentary, Russell. <laughs> Documentary, Russell. I might be having a stroke. I don't know. <laughs> Russell, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, I got it. Ooh, I'm a champion. Okay. Hold, hold your phone with this hand. Put that other arm up all the way. I'll put it all the way up. All right, you're good. All right, I'll all touch right. your toes to your nose. That's not a Shane. Help me with my toes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I don't know what happened, Doctor. He broke his neck. <laughs> <laughs> this game, I'm gonna go back here. Did he make it though? 
I did make this game. (laughs) Nope, that's not what I was talking about. To the taint. Ah! So, I think a couple weeks ago, uh, Billy, Bill from Indy, uh, let me know that there's a parent's guide in IMDb. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, what I did is I found, I bought, I came up with 10 movies. Okay. And I looked up the parent's guide. Oh, God. And there's sections. There's like sex and nudity, violence and gore, frightening, intense scenes. And I found three of those categories for each of these movies. I'm going to read those from the parent's guide, and you have to try to figure out what the movie is. Okay. From the parent's guide. Okay. I, have th- I Wait till I finish all three of them before you make your guess. Okay. And we're just guessing the movie name? Yes. It's the- not multiple choice or anything, right? No, not multiple okay, choice. Cool. Uh, but we need buzzers. Shane, what's your buzzer? Uh, Bounty. No, I don't want I can't, I can't do that every time. <laughs> it is the Walker theme in case you didn't notice. <laughs> I got uh, it. Hold on. I'm thinking, oh, fuck me. Uh, that. Ah, oh, fuck me. <laughs> Boom. I knew you would say that, so I put that as a buzzer. Russell, what's your buzzer? <sighs> Merry Christmas. Ooh, very Christmassy of you. I love it. All right. You guys ready? I thought it was going to be the sigh or like his like post nut eye roll that he did there. <laughs> That was weird. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, weird. Uh, all right. Movie number one. You guys ready? Yeah. Barry, just put him doing that eye roll on a loop and just like weird everyone out that's watching this. Please don't. <laughs> but turn Shane Green. Um, all right. Movie number one. Yeah. Uh, so this is one of the parents' guides. This is on sex and nudity. Two characters talk about if a foot massage is as bad as having sex with someone's wife. On the violence and gore part, a man suddenly shoots another man without warning. No blood. Uh, The third one is from Profanity. Virtually every single character in the movie regularly uses harsh language. Samuel L. Jackson's character probably says the most, though. Oh, fuck me. Ooh, Shane. Pulp Fiction. Correct! Did you get it from the swears? No. (laughs) It's the foot massage. (laughs) All right. Movie number two. This is also of sex and nudity. Okay. A man and woman are talking. He leans in for a kiss. She withdraws and walks to the door and attempt to leave. He follows her and slams the door shut. He grabs her and pushes her against a wall. She is clearly frightened. He forces her to kiss him. Although the music of the scene frames it as romantic, it is clearly without her consent and is assault. Second one is alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Characters are seen smoking cigarettes and drinking alcoholic beverages in some scenes. You guys shouldn't watch this movie. It's too naughty. And the third one is from Violence and Gore. Uh, A man has his eyes poked out by an android. This is not very graphic unless you're watching the final cut, in which case it is very graphic. In the final cut, we see the act and we see the gory aftermath. In the other cuts, we just see the act, no gore. Merry Christmas. 
Russell. Blade Runner. Correct. Look at you. You guys are watching some pretty naughty movies. I, I couldn't tell so, when he like, was going to end. Yeah. I didn't Did you see me tap? I know. I saw, not yeah. say anything. He like, he, like had, he like took a breath after a period and then like kept going and it's like, yeah, well, okay, he's not stopping. <laughs> All right, movie movie number three. Good job, bud. All right. Yeah. Um, this is violence and gore. Uh, man's nose is uh, slit. Blood is shown, but he quickly covers it. This is alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Several instances of cigarette smoking by characters is accurate for the time period. And the third one, Shane's already hitting his button, is frightening and intense imagery. Uh, film as a whole has a dark premise as it centers on themes of corruption and also a powerless against evil. These dark themes play an important part of the plot of the film and are even subtly stated through dialogue. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Shane! Chinatown. Correct! Yeah. Yeah. Shane's yeah. winning. You guys like this? Right. Yeah. I, I do like this one. You guys I, are naughty for all these movies. All these you you've picked like some of our favorite movies so far. So like, uh, I, we've we've I, we're gonna get to ones where we're like, I don't know what the fuck this is. You very much any are. Any of these five movies, I'm gonna say. Yeah, you very much are because I asked a couple of people the last couple and they gave some answers. All right, movie number four. <laughs> Movie number four. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Obvious. <laughs> uh, this is from Violence and Gore. Okay. Uh, it is, there is a large-scale street fight between two gangs toward the beginning of the film, and several characters are killed. Several people are gunned down in this scene by some Chinese gangsters. A man gets his arm broken. Uh, the second one is for alcohol, drugs, and smoking. Is Some scenes involve cigarettes and booze. Not many. Uh, this one's profanity for the last one. One use of fuck, five uses of damn, two used as goddamn, 20 uses of shit, two uses of bitch. Somebody actually went through and counted everything? <laughs> yep. What a fucking asshole. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Russell. Is it the Warriors? Incorrect. Mm. Jane, you gotta guess. Someone gets their arm broken. Feel like that's important. Yeah. You gotta mm. guess, Shane? Chinese gang. I'm gonna be mad about this one. Probably. Someone we know will be very mad. God damn it. No answer? Oh, I'm still thinking. Okay. Try to fill the dead air. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No guess? Yeah. It is Big Trouble in Little China. God! Uh, that was my Damn second it. guess. <laughs> Who gets their arm broken? In the street fight scene. It's just like a dude. It's not oh, like anyone. That wasn't actually off. important. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say that it wasn't. But... All right, movie number five. All this right. is... Um, Violence and gore. Mm -hmm. uh, a man is shot four times by another man through a glass door. A bullet wound and later some blood on the glass is briefly seen. A man and woman in bed are shot to death with machine guns and blood spraying. Bullet wounds are visible. The scene lasts a couple seconds. 
This one is uh, profanity. The next one. Seven uses of bitch. Five of ass. Non-sexual. Three of bastard. One of dick and crap. Also, one use of piece of ass and banging in a sexual context. And some racial slurs, mainly against Italians, but towards other races also. This includes two uses of the N-word. And the last one is sex and nudity. It's gangsters barge in on a man having sex with a woman clothed. No nudity shown. The scene stops almost instantly. Very brief. Merry Christmas. Russell! The Godfather. Correct! Correct! There's a lot of swears in that movie. There is. About halfway through, I was like, this is totally a lethal weapon. And then you got to the end, and I was like, no, not lethal weapon. Not lethal weapon at all. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Movie number six. You guys ready for this one? This one's Sex and Nudity. Oh, yeah. And this is the most scandalous of all of them. I'm sorry that I put this on here. Oh, fuck. There are a few kisses between couples. Second one is also sex and nudity. There are a few kissing scenes. This one's scandalous. Um, the third one is, I believe, profanity. I forgot to write it down. Uh, but it's Rocket makes a reference to hiding an object by sticking it up his dot dot dot. He is cut before he finishes his sentence, but it is strongly implied that he would have said but or any other related word. Ah, Merry fuck Christmas. me. <laughs> Shane! Uh, uh, Avengers Infinity War. Correct! Correct! You dirty dog watching movies where people kiss. Yeah, it's terrible. <sighs> or the, was the violence, like, too obvious? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, was like, I thought it was funnier for two kissing, dude. It's like, I don't know how we're gonna get this one, and then you're like, yeah... Rocket I, uh, <laughs> Rocket put the eye up his ass Like oh okay uh, Alright movie number 7 right. This is violence and gore 3-2 three, two. Three, two. That, that was my third, third one okay. That was my third right. one All right. on the page. All right. Number 7 This is violence and gore The characters transform The gore is very highly detailed With a lot of blood and tearing of flesh The characters faces have Deformation of features Eyes bulging skin splitting etc this one is profanity. Five uses of fuck, one used as motherfucker, two used as fucking, two used as fuck you. The profanity ones are my favorite to read. Yeah. Uh, the last one is also uh, violence and gore. Several men have their thumbs... No, this is actually intense scene, sorry. Uh, several men have their thumbs cut and... The blood put into dishes for testing. The cutting is shown, and there is very, a large amount of blood that oozes out. This happens twice. Some people might be grossed out by this. Read the, the violence and gore one. Uh, the characters transform. The gore is very highly detailed with a lot of blood and tearing of flesh. The characters' faces have uh, deformation of features, eyes bulging, skin splitting, etc. What was the last one? 
Uh, several men have their, their thumbs, thumbs cut, cut and blood put into dishes for testing. The cutting shown, and there is a very large amount of blood that oozes out. This happens twice. Some people would be grossed out by this. Some people would be grossed out by this. Yeah, I mean, they're just like pricking their thumbs ah, and like. It'd be gross. But there's a lot of blood, according to this person. Yeah. But they're like doing thumb, t- like blood testing from their thumbs, but they transform and they say fuck a lot. So it's rated R. You mm-hmm. guys are making me sad. Dude, I don't know what the fuck this is. It's rated R. Characters transform, but there's like bulging and cracking of skin. Bulging of eyes, cracking of skin. So it's got to be some sort of monster thing. Oh, fuck me. Shane! The thing. Correct! Oh, fuck. God, it took you so long. You said it. Yeah. You said it's got to be some kind of monster thing. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. I had to find, uh, scroll around because each. Uh, violence and gore was like the thing kills this guy. I'm like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been this disappointed since puberty. Well, prepare to be disappointed again because number eight, huh? This is violence and gore. Okay, man rips out several of another man's teeth with a hammer as a form of torture. There is plenty of blood seen, and the act is briefly seen up close. Later, he's seen with a very bloody rag in his mouth. Uh, and this one is frightening and intense images. Uh, man is eating a live octopus raw, which can be frightening to, for some viewers. The last one, uh, I believe, is also violence and gore. I forgot to write it down. Uh, in a long, realistic fight scene, a man hits several men with a hammer while they hit him with several blunt weapons. The men are seen in various stages of pain from blunt force trauma. At one point, the lone man is stabbed in the back and beaten up. He's seen exhausted, covered in blood, and later with bloody bandages. Oh, fuck me. Shane! Old boy. Correct! <clears throat> Correct. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is it called? What the fuck is it called? Oh. I couldn't think of what it was called. You started tapping, and I was like, ah, fuck. Fuck, fuck, oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think of the name. All right, number nine. You guys number ready? Number nine. I got to get the next two, right? This one's intense scenes and frightening images. No, can I not win? Nope. What do you have? You have five? Mm, I had shit. three. I got the last two. Well, pick it up, Russell. I haven't said it yet, so I had to Can't. Say. It's too heavy. <laughs> All right, this is an intense scene. KKK rally is depicted. This scene features torches, a noose, and a burning cross. This one is profanity. Uh, At least 18 dams, 14 sons of bitches, 12 hells, 3 asses, 14 uses of goddamn, 4 of Jesus, 2 of oh my God, and 1 use of oh Lord and sweet Jesus as exclamations. Um, The last one is sex and nudity. Three women are washing clothes in a river. Some cleavage is shown. Pretty scandalous, huh? Some cleavage. Merry Christmas. Russell. Is it it Django Unchained? Incorrect. There would have been a lot more. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking, but I was trying to think of the... That's what I had in my head at first, too. Yeah, there's too many movies with the KKK rally stuff. 
I guess you said you didn't say anything about the masks not fitting right, but... I didn't. <laughs> Just thinking of Don Johnson with a fucking white hood on, and he's like, I can't see out of this I thing! I can't see fucking <laughs> shit out of this thing! That's my favorite scene, uh, that he dies like, right away. Yeah. Uh, KKK. Read the first one again. Is it KKK just- rally is depicted. This scene features torches, a noose, and a burning cross. Torches, a noose, and a burning cross. And there's women washing clothes in a river. Yep. There's some cleavage. Three women. Oh. I wonder if it's... Go ahead. I'm not getting You already it. answered, though, didn't you? Go ahead. Yeah, I already answered. Yeah. Want me to I'm, say it? No, I'm, I'm... He's forfeiting. Yeah, Russell, what do you got? Oh. I, I mean, when's, did, was there a usage of the word fuck? No. Okay. I can't remember if the scene in this movie is actually like a clan thing, but is it Wild Wild West? Incorrect. Okay. It is Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, mm. I've never actually seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh man, the movie rules. It's a good one. All right, number ten. All right, last one. I'm just gonna All say right. it now. They're not gonna get it. This one is sex and nudity. A brief sex scene with a man thrusting a with a woman. Sorry, with a woman thrusting atop a man. You can see her rear and her breasts. Her breasts hot. are seen very clearly. That's hot. Uh, yeah, second one is like a hundred movies in my head. Violence and gore. The second one. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, there is a short gory scene. A fetus forces itself out of a woman's womb. Well, that just killed my boner. And the last one is also sex nudity. Sexual innuendo and female nudity are pervasive throughout this film. Oh, fuck me. Shane! Species. Incorrect. Ah, damn. What was the first? A brief scene with a woman thrusting atop a man. You can see her rear in her breasts. Her breasts are seen very clearly. Did they like italicize breasts? Or <laughs> nope. are you, you adding your own emphasis? Just do it for fun. Okay. Well, a scene where a fetus is abruptly pushed out of a woman. Forces then... itself from her womb. I believe this is what it said. Self. Remember when I said I asked some people about movies? This was one of them. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Okay, give him a hint. He's lost. He probably still won't be able to get it. Uh, It features a very infamous adult star. Adult film star. What? I don't remember seeing Mia Khalifa in any movies. I don't know if she's infamous. Infamous adult. Infamous adult star. Yeah. Tracy Lord. What the fuck? Was he right with that? Yeah. Uh, she's in several. Not porn. No, she's in several non-porn. Oh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I just know. knew that she was this. underage when she started. Yeah, that's why she's what very infamous. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's the big thing about Tracy Lords. This is not of this earth. Movie I've from never the eighties. Fucking her. Okay, so it's basically species, but <laughs> with a porn star in it. 
basically. Right. Fuck you. That fuck, was a good game, you. though. I like that game. I like that concept. That's good. Yeah, yes, that's it was. Good. I was having a good time reading, <laughs> reading oh, all yeah. the, the parents' guides. Uh, but Shane won that one. Thank you. Yeah, he did. Russell, pick it up next time, bud. Um, that's a that was thanks for the the thought there, Bill from Indy. Was, yeah, was good. thank you, Bill. Uh, but unfortunately, that's the end of Hanging Big Brain with Dave, which means... It's the end of the show. The end of the show. The show is over. It's over now. This has been the DQP Weekly. We've had a lot of fun here today, folks. Right? I had fun. Yeah. This Did was we? fun. Uh, this I fun. had fun. It was lots of fun. Yeah, I a lot fun. of fun. Uh, with me is... The Shane Dog! Roof, roof. A.K.A. Shane Nasty. Ew, that's sad. <laughs> the fuck? Also with us is Russell the Love Muscle. Oh yeah, tune in next week. Damn right. A.K.A. Producer Russell. But in the meantime, find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DraftyQ. Also, check out our subreddit, Drafty-Quarters. We hired a social media manager, so we have content out there for your eyes and ears. Senses. Also, check out our Patreon, Drafty Quarters Productions. Uh, for one dollar, you can support us and help us move this train along. Choo choo! Sign up for our general tier support. General support tier. This is I don't I can't ever say this. Our subreddit is actually r slash drafty quarters with no space. Join it. What am I saying? You said drafty dash quarters or some shit. Yeah. No. That is something. I just that's not, not ours. Sub, not so. ours. No, it is ours. It is something of ours. Ain't no dash in that. Oh, that's our username. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Check out our subreddit. Which oh, also has our jackass. user page. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how Reddit works. Oh my god. Is that I don't, it? I don't get it. It's convoluted. I don't get it either. It's not convoluted, guys. It's fine. If you it's, like Reddit, just use it. Draft use R it. slash Drafty like Quarters. That's it. Yeah, give us a... What are you doing, Reddit? You join. You join. Join, the, join our join. subreddit. Join our give subreddit. Join our subreddit. And uh, we post the videos in there. We post the uh, the other uh, shows in there. So Maybe I'll do a fun dad joke there. You never know. Stick around. Uh, do you say to email us? Did you do that? No, I didn't say that yet. You should email us, please. You should email us. We haven't had a correspondence in a while. Let us know you're still out there. Yeah. I think you guys all stopped listening to us. That's why I'm so depressed. Yeah. Are you going to let Shane be this sad? Are you going to let Shane be this sad? Come here. Audience, in come here. Arms come here. Of the come holiday here. season. Do not allow Shane to be this sad. Yeah. I actually almost cried. I was like pretending to be sad, just like staring at the camera and making a sad face, and my mm-hmm. eyes started to water. Yeah, because Shane's a sad Bud. boy. You could help Shane not be a sad boy by 
Donating in. $1 to our Patreon. Yeah, $1. <laughs> uh, it's all about money. Write, write something nice about Shane next week. No, don't do that. Email us something nice about Shane. Don't do that, please. Do it. No, please don't do that. Do it. That will have the opposite effect. <laughs> he just says that because he's hurt. No. Nope. He's sad. Nope. You should write in. Nope. All right, this is the end of the show. So write in uh, and say something mean about Shane. Yeah, we're gonna do that. That's fine. Call him a <laughs> call him a, a butt. Uh, yeah, I'm super offended by that. <laughs> please <laughs> please don't call me a butt. <laughs> Alright, thank you for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. And don't let your, your meatloaf. Bye! of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.